Hi, welcome to episode 21 of XY Podcast. Episode 21 is about friendship and business. Can it work? There are a lot of people who have ventured out to start businesses um, with their friends, with their family members, or, or thinking about joining forces to start business with a friend or a colleague, um, or even perhaps a family member, um, and, and sort of taking that step and taking that leap. And for some, this is perfect. And for others who are sort of thinking about it, still on the fence of whether they should embark on a partnership or a business that involves another person, especially a friend, there's some things to think about, right? So there's two quotes that says, all lasting business is built on friendship. This is by Alfred A. Montepart. And there's another quote that's unknown that says, a friendship founded on business is better than a business founded on friendship. And the last quote says, friendship is friendship. Business is business, meaning that friends and business may not go hand in hand. But I'm here to kind of talk about the two aspects of it. There are many businesses that have been founded and partnerships that have worked, um, that have created, I mean, wonderful brands. I mean, Fortune 500 companies. So let's just really actually take a look at some of the brands that actually have been founded by friends. Um, We have none other than, of course... Apple, right? We have Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, who are one of the, I would say, most popular founders um, of founding Apple. And look what they created today. We have Bill Gates and Paul Allen, who founded Microsoft. And we all know, and we all probably have Microsoft on our laptops, right? You have Larry Page and Sergey Brin, who founded Google, okay? You have Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, Kenny Howery, Max Levchin, Luke Nusok, Yu Pan, All of these people together founded what we call PayPal. They're all co-founders of PayPal, okay? And we have Chad Hurley, Steve Chan, Jawad Karim, founders of YouTube, okay? We all use YouTube, okay? And then these are just some of the top 10 we considered um, most popular founders um, in the world. And, of course, we have Daniel Ek and Martin Lorenzon, I hope I said that right, um, who founded Spotify. But the interesting thing about the list that I sort of researched and see is that There are not many women on the list. A lot of these founders who have founded, I would say, Fortune 500 companies are majority men. And I wonder why is that? I tried to do some research um, to find out about woman founders, right, who founded businesses with their friends or their, you know, their classmates from college. I found a couple. Um, SlideShare was created by Rashima Sina, okay, and with with her friend, uh, well, Jonathan Butel, who's who's a male, actually. So it's actually not two women. It's actually a, a female and a male. Uh, but we have Birchbox, and everybody knows of Birchbox, which is a top monthly box subscription um, services, which was co-founded by Katie um, Buchamp and Haley Barna. Uh, we have also the Body Shop. Body Shop, lovely, you know, the, what is it, lotions and soaps and all of those things um, for women, was founded by Anita Roddick, but she founded that company with two of her daughters, okay? Um, and then we have Proactive. We all know Proactive, the creams and the soaps and all of those things you use for acne for your face. That was founded by classmates who were studying dermatology together at Stanford University, Katie Rodman and Kathy Phil. So you do have some women who are out there who've created, I mean, wonderful products, who've went into business together, who have been successful. But I will tell you that after doing some due diligence and some research, the list of, let's say, Fortune 500 companies um, or the top 10 lists do not 
involve woman partnerships. Um, and I wonder why that is. That's not to say that, you know, women partnerships are not successful or women going into business is not successful. If anything, I'm sure it's even creative. I'm sure um, it's thoughtful. I'm sure there's so many things that can come out of that when women join forces um, with one another. But there's some things that you should think about before um, going into business with someone or before even going forming a partnership um, with one with someone. Forbes did a study, okay, on... Oh, and they ask five questions to ask yourself before going to business with a, with a friend, okay? And this was written by, well, actually, one, I just want to make a quick note. The founders of Juicy Couture, okay, is Pamela um, Scaife-Levy and Jella Nash-Taylor. These are the co-presidents and co-founders of Juicy Couture, um, which is a celebrated clothing line. And, of course, um, they went on to sell their company in 2013 for a whopping, you know, $195 million. So of course there are stories of success with women partnerships and partnerships all around male or female. Um, this, this episode is not necessarily focused on women. It's just focused on if you're friends, should you go into business with one another? Right. Um, so Forbes did a study and they asked five questions that you should ask yourself if you are already um, going into a form of business with a friend, or if you are thinking about it. Question number one, to what extent do you trust your partner? So where there's friendship, hopefully there's trust. We understand that, that, it, you know, when you're close to somebody, you trust them, right? But how much do you trust them? Do you trust them most of the time with your life on and off zero in on, you need to zero in on, on what is, what actually may give you any some form of hesitation, or any form of pause um, that doesn't reach this 100% of trust in terms of your friend, okay? Because that, again, when you're going into business, can come up and spill over into the business side, okay? So in a sense, it's almost like, what would you trust that partner with, right? If your partner tends, let's say, to over-promise over um, um, slightly on deliverables, and, and that's one thing. But then at the same time, if you don't trust them in maybe character or making ethical decisions, that could be quite another, and that could be dam damaging to your business and also to your brand. The second question they ask is, how will they exemplify your brand? You know, it's really important that when two people come together, there's an idea of what the brand of that company or business um, or entity should be. In, in addition to that, each person has their own individual brands. So as you hone in on your company's identity, you have to think through how does your partner, you know, how do they, how do they personify that brand, okay? You have to ensure that your new partner fully embraces the brand, right? Avidly enforces the brand standards, okay? And then consistently delivers on the brand's promise, right? So if you're branding yourself or you're branding your company and you say, we do X, Y, and Z, you want to ensure that your partner um, or your partner exemplifies X, Y, and Z, that your partner is able to deliver X, Y, and Z, and that when they see your partner, um, it's a reflection of X, Y, and Z, whatever they may be. Forbes asks the third question, do they have a key skill or selling point that you don't? I think one of the best partnerships, and after reading a lot of the biographies of many of the founders who founded, I mean, amazing companies, one thing that you see is that Either there is some, um, I would say, they are working on the same level, meaning that their work ethic, um, some of the skill sets that they have, 
um, are oftentimes identical, or there is an area where someone has some form of expertise in that they are able to deliver, right? Or stand in the gap for the other person, which actually makes them even more stronger. Okay. So at the end of the day, your partner should have a compelling value proposition that you may lack, right? Whether that's being strategic, whether, um, that's, you know, in some area of management, whether it's design, whether it's creativity, there's something that they should bring to the table that you don't have that sort of balances it out. These, these are some of the advice that's according to Forbes. Okay. Number four, this is a really important question that I think a lot of people probably don't put into consideration. Are they in a stable place in their life? This is actually very important because anyone who's going through some form of chaos, whether it's financial, um, whether it's relationship wise, whether it's um, job wise, are they in a stable position? Are they are they 100 percent able to and capable of deliver delivering on their deliverables? Um, Are they are they in a position where they are mentally, physically, emotionally like vested um, in that partnership and in that business, right? So it's extremely important to to assess um, the lifestyle, assess where your partner or your prospective partner is um, in their life, in a sense, right? So during major times of uh, uh, Forbes says during times of major turbulence in one's life, think about how it how grounding a stable um, calm person could be. So you want a partner that's going to provide some form of stability. That's going to be calm. You know, when the storm comes, that's going to be able to give you advice and guidance as well, or be a soundboard. It's very difficult if you're working with a partner who's really going through a difficult point in their life and is unable to deliver the deliverables because of what they're going through personally. So you have to take that into consideration. And oftentimes because with friendship, you know, there's many things that you tend to overlook. There are many faults that you tend to sort of throw out the window, right? And you tend to just focus on the other areas. But when it comes down to business, business is business and friendship is friendship. Although the two can work if you both are on the same page, right? And number five, um, is working with a partner really something that you are built to do? See, look, everybody is not built to have partnerships or to be in business with another person. There's some people who are just a lone soldier, able to just, you know, struck it out on its own. There's so many famous founders who are single famous founders, right? They founded um, Richard Branson. I mean, we have Virgin Airways. You have so many people who have founded things um, on their own without partnerships or without businesses. And then there are so many successful people who have founded things with their friends, right? Who have created amazing startups, who have created amazing philanthropic um, ventures. So in a, in a sense, this episode is not to say that one is better than the other. It's really to give you advice on how can it work, right? To, to help you um, analyze and reflect on certain questions that will help you make a decision on what's best for you, right? For some, forming a partnerships, especially with friends, especially with people who are close to them, is a no-brainer. For others, there's some form of trepidation, there's some form of pause, there's some form of hesitation, and that hesitation, you want to think it through very clearly, okay? And I always tell everybody that every individual has their own specific brand um, that is a little bit different from the company or the venture um, that you're doing. So you want to make sure that everyone who's working on this collective brand 
Um, not only does their lifestyle, their decision making, their their own public um, persona is in line with this brand. There's nothing worse than having a, which happens all the time, actually, a very, very successful company. But if you look at the founders or if you look at some of the part, the, the partners, they're, they're just in disarray. Um, um, they're going through some serious, um, whether it's a meltdown, whether it's a public, you know, nothing worse than a public one. Um, so these things do happen. So in this episode, I just want you to sort of think about, can business and friendship work hand in hand? I think sure it can. It can be very successful if you're on the same page. Um, if there are certain skill sets that are brought to the table that balance you out, um, if you're able to actually be able to make strategic decisions and actually have tough conversations on what happens if it doesn't work out, um, does that affect the friendship, right? So which one is more important? Is it the friendship? Is it the business? Or are you guys mature enough to say, you know what? The both of them can work hand in hand. If this doesn't work out, we'll work on this, this area. And for some, it, it, it provides you sort of a, a, a foundation to sort of ask yourself really important questions. If you're thinking about going into a partnership with somebody, if you're thinking about forming a business, these are questions that you should really ask yourself. There's nothing worse than forming a business or a partnership with anyone, and it's stressful, right? You want to make sure... I, well, let me let me backpedal because everything is sort of stressful in life, but it's how you handle it, right? It's how you handle it if you have the composure, um, if you have the grasp to be able to um, together go through the tough periods of forming and building this venture or this business or this startup. Um, if you're able to be a, a, a sounding board and a support system for one another, I say, go ahead. I say, do it. Um, and after sort of researching this list and kind of reading a lot of the biographies of many of these founders, um, I, I definitely want to see more women. Of course, we have um, uh, there's a is it Miss Jessie's. I think Miss Jessie's were founded by two women. I know one of them unfortunately passed away. Um, but there are there are um, companies and 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 blossoming ventures that have been founded by women that have been founded by men. But first and foremost, before you start your business partnership or venture partnership, always ask yourself these questions. And I think Forbes does a great, um, this article of the five questions that they do provide. So although um, there are, there are those who really believe that friends should not go into business and should, and it should be separate. However, there's those who believe all lasting business is built on friendship first. So um, let's say, you know, it, 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 uh, what, there's one quote that says business, you, you know, may bring you money, but friendship hardly ever does. OK, um, and I'm just looking at some um, some other quotes that have to do with um, friendship um, and business. So. Um, so this one says by Joseph Barbara. Friends don't necessarily make good business or creative partners. Well, but the list of founders that I read about actually really begs to differ. Okay. So the success combination in business is do what you do better and do more of what you do. Okay. This is just a quote that doesn't have anything to do with friendship and business. Um, but again, you get the point. Um, ask yourself, let me give you the title of that article so you can actually reference it yourself in case you are someone who's um, just really thinking about um, going into um, business um, with a friend. And I, the, the quote of that article says, five questions to ask before going into business with a friend. Okay, and if you are already um, in business, there is actually a quote, there's actually an article, sorry, um, by Founder. So it's Founder Mag, and it's not spelled 
founder with the E-R. It's just founder with the R. And then mag.com. And it's written by Jonathan Chan. And it says, Mixing Friends in Business, Great Chemistry or Recipe for Disaster. Um, and I think this is a awesome article um, that talks about this. So if you have, if you are friends and you have businesses, kudos to you. Um, I know it's something that's not very easy to do, but sometimes bringing more um, ideas and minds and synergies and skill sets and talents, there's, there's no, the, the, the options are limitless in the sense of what can be created. However, you do have to ensure that you yourself do your due diligence um, and really ask yourself some of these tough questions and even have conversations with your friend about some of these tough questions and if this is for you. And again, you know, going into business with a friend is not for everybody. I'm not saying this is for everybody. What I'm saying is that to really research it and think about it. So thank you for joining, tuning in to XY um, Podcast. Again, you can download this episode on iTunes, my website, com, and SoundCloud. Thank you for joining.